Hey, Remarkable Mommies, thanks for coming back. Hope you're just as excited for part two as we are. Get ready to pick up right where we left off. So how did it feel when you made your toughest decisions and and how'd you navigate them? Yeah, so I was thinking about this and it is, I was like, toughest decisions? Because you feel like you make so many decisions every day and you're like, yeah. it's like... That's because we're super moms. I yeah, know, Every right? day. <laughs> every day. Yeah. You are like, making oh, a lot of tough decisions. Right. And so you're like, oh, we you know, like what? But I, I thought about um, a really, like a, a big one. And I feel like a lot of moms could probably relate to this, especially working moms, um, is when you have your child and you're talking about childcare and you're trying to figure out um, how is it, are we going to get, are we going to get help? Like you're, depending on when you have your child and where you are in your career, like, does it make sense financially for you to even get help? Because maybe you're not making enough and like all you're going to be making is going to be going to your childcare. Yeah. That, I remember that being a consideration and I remember sitting down and I think it was like me, my husband, my father-in-law who helps us with our taxes, whatever. And we were trying to figure out like for when we were going to start paying for childcare. Cause my, my, um, mother-in-law watched Mateo for three years, which is amazing. Wow. And then, but she's like, well, now you're having a second. Like, I'm not sure I can take that. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. you know, did your mother-in-law also take care of the second and the third too? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she takes care of them as a grandmother, but she didn't, she wasn't full time. Right. Like yeah. 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 And so they, we were like looking at the numbers and they were kind of like, does it even make sense for you to work? And like, maybe you should stay home. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> You're like, like, yeah, no way. I was like, I'm not really sure that I'm, you know, cut out to do that because I mean, like, being a stay at home mom, I feel like is like the hardest job. Oh my gosh, that is the hardest job. Right? It's so hard. Like, I took a sabbatical once from work because I had this like immense, immense mommy guilt. I was like, because both of the girls, like, I, they were in daycare. I didn't have a caregiver. So, so fortunate that, you know, your mother-in-law with Mateo, but like I, it was like, I think Dallas, I was, it was two and a half months and Aubrey was two months because they needed me to come back early. And when I said to them, like, I, I want to stay home. I have two children now. They were like, well, if you still want a job. And at the, this was like, you know, it's like almost 16 years ago Right now. Um, you know, I was like, oh, all right, well, I <laughs> can't lose my job. And I just remember like being at work and like pumping in my office and just ball the same. <laughs> It's like tears just streaming down. Oh, as I'm, I'm like sorry a little... to share that. I know it's very graphic, but I just... No, same thing. Yeah. It was like, I remember because I, they had a little closet. Like now at my workplace, they like really set it up. But back then we were in the engineering closet. Oh my gosh. And so it was like... Yeah. And, and, and you had to have a little sign on there yeah. to make sure people didn't come in. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That would have been And they off. would still knock. Right. They are would you, still... Are you, and you're like, what? Yes, I'm still still here, still doing my business. Just can we relax and just back up off the door um yeah but it like making the decision to like no I still think I want to go back to work and yeah yeah and I because I I really I mean I had graduated from business school because this was after like we had children after and so I was you know had this brand new degree wanted to be able to use it yeah um loved my job yeah um but just thinking about like leaving him at home and not being there and so that was and like financially at the time, it didn't really make sense because of like, I wasn't making a, you know, like probably making enough just to pay 
caregiver with like maybe a little bit more on the top, but not a lot. And so just deciding like, okay, you're still going to do this um, was pretty tough. And I thought about, I don't remember who told me this, but about somebody telling me about how a child is influenced by like the happiness of their mother and father, right? And so I just didn't think that I felt like I don't know if I would have been like totally happy not being able to like utilize some of the things that I got my degree in and like, you know, the interactions that you get at work and everything like that. And that even made me feel bad because I'm like, what kind of mother is like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be happy staying home the whole time. Like that made me feel super guilty. Yep. You know, like, and so I... But it's a myth. It's a myth. It's not not for everyone. (laughs) And I just remember too. It's kind of funny because I always, I always like kind of wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and I never really had that opportunity because, you know, I have a husband who has a small business and I was the one with the benefits and, you know, I was always kind of the stable. We have income coming in because, you know, in the beginning it was rough. Like you really have as a real estate broker, you have to really build up a network and then it starts to work for you. But I will say that I had one moment in time where I was given that and I remember that it was my mother-in-law was staying with me and she was helping and she was helping with the kids. And I think my daughter was maybe Melanie was maybe four years old, three or four years old. And, um, I was, I was doing an interview with a recruiter and my mother-in-law was supposed to be watching her. And sure enough, after my interview, I went into our bedroom and the entire bedroom was painted with Revlon Racy <gasps> Red nail polish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so I'm exaggerating a little bit. Not the entire bedroom because that's one little tiny bottle of Revlon right. Racy nail polish. Like it was. But the whole it thing. felt like it in that moment. And I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't be a stay-at-home mom. Yep. I have already failed. Like I said that to myself. I remember saying that. The new dresser that we just got with the whole, you know, new bedroom set right. has Revlon racy red nail polish on it. No, by the way, I'd gotten let go from Revlon. I didn't want that reminder. (laughs) And now I've got it all over here. And, but then I looked at her and her little tiny face looked up at me and she said, I paint rainbows. And I said, Oh, they're rainbows. Okay. (laughs) You're like, let's go with that. When daddy comes home. (laughs) And now I'm sure I wasn't that calm, but yes. Um, I remember it. And to this day, I still have the end table. We got most of it all out, of course, but I still have the end table. And there is just a little bit of that Revlon oh. Racy nail polish on there. And I loved that. Yeah. That's you know, that's so anyway, fantastic. I just had to tell it story because you reminded me of that. And yeah, but yes, I realized I am maybe not cut out for this. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard, that's a hard decision. And then it's not even something that maybe it's not even like a one-time decision, right? Like, because no. you think about it, if you have multiple children, you think about it, even if you, if you have one child and as they're growing through, because like people, f- like when after reflecting, you're like, the baby days are like hard, only physically, you're tired, whatever, yeah. but it's yeah. not like mentally tiring. But as they get older, they need you for different reasons, right? Like you, and so then you're kind of like, well, do I, maybe I step out now because now they're growing into this person and they like have other challenges. It's not just the challenge of like eating and wiping diapers. It's now much more complex. And so you're like, how do I, you know, be there as a mother for those times? So. Exactly. 
Um, so I guess, um, you know, we all went through this, I don't know, what are we, two years with a global <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Um, how is it for you? <laughs> I mean, I try not to laugh, but, you yeah. know, hopefully like, you know, I mean, I know we've all been through it and, and there were some trying moments, but we'd love to know what your experience was and, you know, were there any challenges? Yeah. I mean, I have to say that I was very lucky to still have my job, to be able to work from home because I know that not everybody had that, like, you know, people that we were putting on the front lines that had to go to work and um, risk their lives and risk their families' lives and people who got laid off. And so like that has, that was, you know, all terrible. And so like part of me felt guilty for not, I don't know, I don't, not being like in it. Um, And the fact that I could be home, I felt terrible for my kids actually, because they like seeing them lose out on a lot of things was probably more devastating to me than anything that had to do with me like because I was like okay if I can't go to work I can't go to work like whatever like we zoomed and whatever like I'm an adult um but seeing them get disappointed right like my son was in eighth grade and in Elysian they have this big eighth grade graduation and it's like normally like a huge thing and they've been to the school for almost nine years so this is like the last hurrah (laughs) and to see that get canceled crushing broke my heart to see like the the sleepovers that like at each milestone for like little Lucia broke my heart like yeah. that she didn't get to participate in those my littlest one it was her first year there it was kindergarten which is like rainbows and sunshine at Elysian yeah. and like <laughs> she didn't get the whole experience because that got cut and so I just like felt for them more than myself I I greedily like loved being home with them because I discovered when I was at home like like how I discovered more about like how funny they are or I discovered yes. more about like I yeah. would listen in on their Zooms and like hear the <laughs> dynamic in class and like so I got I got that with them. I realized how much I was missing parts of their life yeah. because um, generally my schedule before COVID was, you know, like I would see them in the morning. I would sometimes do drop offs and then I would see them. They would have eaten with our um, sitter yeah. before. So like I would come home and eat after them. So we weren't having dinners together during the week. And then it was kind of like, did you do your homework? Did you take your bath? Um, I got to pick this one up from soccer, blah, blah. And like, it was, a it was always a, rushed. It was yeah. rushed. And yeah. then it was like bedtime, right? Yeah. Like, gotta get your sleep. <laughs> and so it was like, we were only seeing them kind of on the weekends, but they were, they're also like, in all these activities. So like when I say we were seeing them, it was like, okay, who's taking who to what and where? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, You're like, I'm watching them at soccer right. games. Like, I'm, I'm watching them at ballet. I 100% yeah. agree with you. Yeah. I feel the same way about the experience. And then it hit the bricks and it was like family time all the time. Yeah. And then my kids were like, this is a lot, but I was like eating it up, you know? Like yeah. I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. Yay, this I is know, a lot. I know you're like <laughs> so excited that you yeah. like have that time because you know you would never have had that time never. any other time. And I think in the beginning of the pandemic, I was really loving and enjoying that. And then as the years go on, I still love it and I'm still really thankful for it. But I just worry about what you were saying before, th- my children, because they are missing out on sleepovers. They are missing out on things that like we all got, got to, to enjoy yeah. and to do. And to a certain extent, they still have been able to do it a little bit, but not to where they were accustomed, you know, what they were accustomed to. So I think that that's tough. But do you have any like 
things that you did? Like, did you guys play games or? We played games. We like were, so because all of their activities stopped, came to a grinding halt, we would do like indoor workouts and they were like, the kids were like, mom, we don't have to do this anymore. And I'm like, (laughs) jumping jacks, jumping jumping jacks. Like I was like on them, like just to do these like inside exercises because we couldn't even go to the gym. Remember gym was closed? Yeah, no, the gym was was closed. like, we were doing inside exercises. Uh, We were doing board games. They were like, the girls, I remember one time put on a a fashion show for us. Like they did a whole thing. I like the fashion show. Yeah, so they were getting like creative with it too, right? Family movie night, like, you know, different things to cook and like you know so it was just you know we were You're just, doing the covid baking yeah we were doing the covid baking <laughs> covid cooking covid arts and crafts virtual like yeah. tony bologna mozzarella making yeah. yeah little like you know like virtuals with the family just yeah. to, like check in yeah um so yeah we were just really getting to know them like and they were getting to know us and we were you know and and it it's it's again a luxury a luxury and that i'm like grateful for and it's I'm like I always think to myself like how are they going to think back on this and you know like you because because when when we're growing up right everybody like for our age group you know you had like 9-11 which was like yeah. a dramatic tragedy and like I just just the other day I think on the I was watching a TV show and they showed like the challenger and I remember oh, that as a kid. I remember that. We, were, we were just talking about the challenger too yeah oh my gosh. And, and I remember before COVID happened, like, I remember the kids asking me, like, oh, do you think we're going to ever have, like, that thing, whatever the thing that you guys talk about, like, 9-11. Yeah. They or- don't think this is a thing? No. But <laughs> no, now, now they, they have something. This is their thing. Yeah. So yeah, they, we were around the thing. dinner table, and, like, my daughter was like, do you think this is going to be in the history books? And I'm like, it uh, 100% uh, will be in yeah. the history You're books. like, it's already yeah. there. Um, yeah. They've already made movies about exactly. it. Yeah. Like, we're, so it's I'm in like, the history. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Like, yeah. And so I'm like, this is your... This is the yeah, thing that you yeah. were asking me about when you were asking me about like how we got through 9-11 and yeah. how we, this is your thing and you'll remember it. And I'm like, I'm like, I have no idea how these kids are going to absorb it. And it's even unique, even more unique than 9-11 or the, because oh. it happened to the whole world. Yeah. So whoever they meet globally yes. in this time frame, they are going to know like what was going on. It's like, so I'm like, it's incredible. I don't know. It's Well, I'm, I'm so, I mean, I'm happy to hear like, it's, it sounds like at least for me, it, you and I kind of have a similar experience and like, I mean, I feel exactly the same way, like that I had a luxury to be able to be a part of their lives more because I've never really felt like I've been at home. You know, I'm always working at a corporate job and grinding it out and getting home a little bit later. I mean, still close, you know, not near Hoboken, but Glad that like, you know, nobody, you know, in your families have been impacted because for sure there's people out there that have, yeah. you know, had that unfortunate loss. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully we get back to normalcy and, and agree like with the kids, we've got to get them back to some normalcy. Like they need that social contact. Yeah. That's what I'm so scared of. Same. Is that yeah. They're losing no. that social contact, you know, but I'm sorry, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very like. I feel like they need to take off the masks. Yeah. They're not as vulnerable. Yeah. As long as they're not vulnerable, they might be vulnerable, but as long as they're not vulnerable, let's take them off. Yeah. You know, they've got to experience their lives with as normal. Yeah. 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 No, it's so, it's so true. And, and I think that for them, there's nothing that we experienced in our lifetime. Cause I even remember 
being young and the Cold War was something that really, it frightened me. And I remember all the movies, they had yep. all the movies with like the bomb shelters. And if you didn't get into the bomb shelter, you know, what was going to happen to me? And then it's like, Reagan is talking about, oh, we have to push the button, you know, remember? Yeah. like, yeah. And that, that stressed me out. I was stressed out. I like wrote a letter to the White House. I was like, look, you no need button. to stop messing around <laughs> no here. Like, wishing. don't. Put that button under the bed. <laughs> Don't let anybody touch that button. But yeah, I feel well, like... Well, remember Y2K? Oh, we were yeah. all terrified. Gosh, that was yeah. Y2K. In a different way, though. Yeah. We were afraid that all the technology was going to turn oh, on. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Turn on us. Yeah. And I was literally... I spent Y2K at the top of the Empire State Building oh, or wow. like in the Empire State Building. I think it was in New Year's or whatever. Yeah, yeah. New Year's. New Year's party. It was New Year's, of course. Y2K. Um and I was there at the Empire State Building for a New Year's party. Yeah. And oh, never happened again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 We were it's, all, I, I don't even know, like, because everybody was like, oh, yeah, this place is probably going to just completely go down. And yeah, <laughs> every, the world's going to turn yeah. off. Yeah. I, <laughs> I remember that. And oh my gosh, there were so many things. Um, I remember I did a friend that worked in t- IT at the time, and he would just be working around the clock, trying to set the timers back, trying to set the dates. And then it was like literally, it's, you know, New Year's. And we're like, 10, 9, 8. And you get all the way to, and we're like, Happy New Year. And then we're waiting. Everyone's right, just yeah. waiting. All right. Nothing turned off. Everything's still on. They're like, Everything still works. Yeah. <laughs> and I worked in a bank and I was like on the Y2K oh. contingency team. Oh, the contingency. They, they were like, and we got like, it was like a grind, right? Yeah. And they were like, oh no, we got to set this up. And we're on the like, the, you know, the special ops team yeah. of Y2K. And you have to work. Right. You got to work New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, the greatest boss. He well, was that's like, actually why like, we were there, the yeah. Empire State Building, because the guy that, that hosted the party was actually like he was probably working. working. Yeah. And he didn't want to miss his New Year's. And yeah. we were all young. Smart. And he's yeah. like, yeah. I was smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should have had a New Year's party. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, my boss is very nice, but he didn't bring any champagne. <laughs> no, he let me go. He's like, I will. He goes, you're such a young, you're a young girl. Just go out. I'll, I'll cover oh, for you. Oh, that was very nice. Because it was so sweet. Oh, that is sweet. Okay. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Um, so... If you've learned one really important thing in your life, um, what is something, a lesson that you would like to share or maybe pass on um, to all the moms out there? I would say, um, and this is probably related to COVID a little bit, but I would say that like just... Really make sure, like, when when you've got, like, three million things racing through your head and you know that you have lots to check off and, you know, like, four people are talking to you at once and whatever and the kids are asking you for something and they just want to tell you a story, just to, like, let them tell you the story. Like, just, <laughs> like, don't, like, you know, like, the thing, you'll get to the emails, you'll get to the phone, you'll get to the text, you'll whatever, like, just be, like, be present because it goes by so quickly and you just really miss it when it's gone, right? And you're not going to, like, remember that text or whatever that you had to get – you had to f- finish at work. It's, like, the really tiny, tiny, tiny moments um, when they're just telling you that they, you know, got – they moved to the next level in reading or 
or they're just telling you like about the dramatic day they had at recess because recess what is going on at recess? oh no like, <laughs> it's crazy especially for six, like six year olds but there's recess always drama at recess always drama at recess but it's like but listen to them because like their world to them you know like it's small yeah. to you but it's very big to them so i just feel like if they know that you're present then that's really what they'll remember. I find that a lot of times with my kids, I especially now that they're a little older, those moments are happening more in the car. So if I'm taking them somewhere and we're driving somewhere, topics will come up and we get to have like a nice chat. So it's it's almost like I've I've found that like there are times that I just kind of say, "Hey, you want me to drive you down to the train station?" cuz sometimes those kinds of moments come up. Yeah. And they don't always want to talk to you. True. They don't. <laughs> a lot of times they don't want to talk to you, but sometimes they do, you yeah. know, you have that moment and take it's it. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. And take it. Yeah. Take those moments. Take those moments because they're not always going to be there. They're not always going to want to talk to you. Um, and I think that that's a big red thread for us. Like when we talk to other remarkable mommies, that's the one thing that they say, like be present, try your hardest, try your best to be present. Because even though, even for the older children, even though they're not saying it, they are watching. They are constantly watching. And I think that's the one thing that I, you know, during the pandemic, like I didn't even realize what they're watching, what they're listening to. Um, And it kind of runs the gamut, right? Whether they're really little, the little ones are the ones that like, they'll just start telling you what they say. (laughs) But they see there's like zero filter. Mommy, why are you having another cookie? I thought you said you're on a diet. Did you want to? Why are you eating that? It's like, oh my gosh, I can't get away. Yeah. I can't get away from them. But being present and just taking those moments, it's such a such a key, important, important reminder. So thank you so much for that. Oh my gosh. It's been wonderful interviewing you. It's been wonderful hearing your remarkable mommy stories. Absolutely. I I agree, Decky. It was fun. Thank you for yeah, having me. It was really great having you. Yeah, it was amazing. So, oh, before we go, are there any moms that you would like to nominate to be on our podcast? I thought about this. And I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, it's really hard because you're like, I feel like having remarkable moms around you as friends are just so amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't so I don't know who you've asked already, but okay. I have a few. Okay. Like Mitzi. Yes. Love Mitzi. Love and, Mitzi. Mitzi is Hoboken adjacent, but yeah, she's but, on the list. Okay. And then um and so and I can't say Mitzi without saying Eileen because like they were my saviors in um they're like you know like you, you kind of make friends for each age group yes and so like mitzi and eileen were like my saviors in like mateo's age group yes and then that, I, that's 15 16 age right, group yes right, yeah we're all there yes. we're all there we actually all have children that are in the are, same they're sophomores now in high school yes which is so crazy. i can't oh my god i can't, I can't believe i can't believe here. that they're like actually dallas the other day was saying She's talking about driving tests. They're taking the she's taking oh. the written test. Yeah, yeah Jackson's heard, got his permit now. Oh I heard gosh. about that and I was like, I don't think you're going to do it. <laughs> but he's got his permit, but he never wants to drive. I'm like, oh. you need to start practicing. Oh, that <laughs> Dallas in the total off. She can't wait to get behind the wheel. And I was like, oh, we should get one of those little cars. Like I just remember <laughs> learning on like a little she car. Wants a clown car? 
She doesn't. She wants to drive our car. And no, I no. said, ah, it's a powerful machine. I'm not too sure about that. It's not for the young and faint of heart. Yeah. And then Hannah, do you know Hannah? She um, she has Lucas and Alma and Mila. Lucas is... Yes. Yeah. And then in my Lucia's mommies, it would be... Do you know Pamela? No. She's like a delightful woman. And do you know Michelle McHugh? I do. Yeah. <laughs> And she's great. And then Banat. Oh, no. She, Jeez, you have like a hundred mommies. <laughs> I know. Well, when, you, when you said it, I was like, oh, my God, there's, there's so many. There's so many. There's yeah. so many. But this is good. Yeah. We love nominations. And, you know, because it's not, you know, because we are remarkable. <laughs> We're very busy. So it's not always easy to get them on the show. But, yeah, let's definitely. And we'll Helen. Get the, who's at Ola? And yes. Ola. Helen. Yeah wonderful well thank you so much for being here with us it's been wonderful chatting with you and interviewing you and celebrate moms yes celebrate (laughs) moms and celebrate this beautiful life